talking music, building businesses, and the grit in the journey. We're Scriz and Adam, and welcome to The Rise. And we are back. It is Scriz and Adam with The Rise. I am very, very happy to be here on this lovely Valentine's Day. Um, Adam, happy Valentine's Day. Glad to be here with you. How are you? Where are you? Talk to me. I'm good. No one else I'd rather spend Valentine's Day with <laughs> than you. And I'm in Oahu right now. So I'm in Oahu nice. for another two weeks or so. So come March, I'll be gone from the uh, the sunshine, the beaches, but that's okay. Cool. I love it. I love it. I think you're in a much more romantic place than I am in <laughs> sunny North Jersey. But uh, it's good to be here. As you know, um, it is Valentine's Day, which is in February. And uh, to kick it off, I think, um, with this kind of new season and new year, we just kind of want to talk about where we're at. Um, uh, I know a lot of you guys that listen to this podcast, thank you for listening, by the way, the rise all the way, um, are, are fans of my music. So I kind of wanted to do a recap of like what's going on in Grizzly Adams world, as well as what's going on in Daniel Zavaro world as well. Um, Adam, ask me a question. What's on your mind? Yeah. So the whole thing came up when we were talking about what, what topics should we, should we bring up on the podcast, get a new season going, trying to figure out what, what's next. And me and you, we haven't really been able to communicate as much as we normally would. So even for me, I don't know, totally know what's going on in your world, but I see you putting out music. I see you have big, big uh, visions for this year. And I'm curious to know what's going on from a music standpoint, hiring standpoint, you're in a new studio, a new house, and then just in your life in general, what are you focused on? What, 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 uh, what tours you have coming up, all that stuff. So let's start music wise though. Obviously a lot of the people that are listening are big fans of yours. And even me being a fan of yours, I'm curious. So what should we expect as Grizzly Adams fans in terms of new music coming out this year? Totally. Um, so I'm very happy to say this is an exciting time. Um, I'm, I can't make any promises, but I want to be a man of my word and say that this will be the most volume of music, most quantity and quality by a landslide. Um, I do on the calendar have two albums coming out. One is my third album, which I think in, you know, very much in classic rock history, your third album is your biggest album. So I'm, I'm really hoping this, uh, I'm betting pretty hard on it. Um, so that's coming out. Um, the fifth single for it, Disarm You, is coming out March 10th, announcing that now. I think it's top three, top five, Grizzly Tunes. So check that out. And then we are dropping the mixtape just a few months after that, um, which uh, is the, the, we have whole heart, foresight, a lot of stuff with me on acoustic guitar. The artwork is always like a, a Polaroid picture, kind of just kind of a reflection of the side that, you know, you met me just being able to show up at a bar and play an acoustic guitar set for three hours. I kind of wanted to make a project that reflects that. And then the albums like the big, the big, you know, the big stadium rock kind of, kind of thing. But I, I'm really excited about both of it. I, I mean, I, obviously I've spent a ton of time working on it, but I, I profoundly believe in it and you'll be getting singles from either project uh, pretty much every two to three weeks. Um, so I'm I couldn't be more excited about it, and I hope hope you guys are just as excited as I am because that thing's pretty good. So what uh like how many songs do you expect to to come out with this year, and how many of those songs are already done, ready to go totally. in the back burner versus what do you need to finish? Um, that's great. That'll actually segue to the next question. Um, so twenty minimum songs. Uh, I think it's like twenty to twenty six songs I want to put out this year. Um, if you know anything about me, I'm constantly changing the track list. So I'm just like up like down to the mid like to the like the absolute cutoff is when i find like like kanye west like down to the very very cutoff is when i finally sign off on the record or what the order of the songs is or whatever that is um so i do drive people nuts that way so we gotta get 20 done um 
20 minimum done. 10 songs are fully recorded, packaged up, Pro Tools file in a zip folder. It's got to send them off to Brent, who finishes the production and mixing. Shout out Brent Colatola, crushing album three. He's the co-producer of album three. He's doing like a really, 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 really good job. It's like, I think the the relationship between me and him, which we've been working on for like eight, eight, 10 years, I think that just kind of, that just something happened where one and one became 10 with our work relationship. So he's really doing Brent, this thing. Can we get Brent on the podcast? Yeah, we, that's, we should definitely get him next. Yeah, Brent, you are on next. He will, he, yeah, he will, he's, he's good. But um, yeah, so we got, that's all done. But, um, uh, you know, and other stuff is very close to being done, but it's you know, like, as always, the devil's in the details. I mean, I've, I have this song I'm working on right now off the mixtape and it's one of the singles off the mixtape and, I re-recorded the first verse like four times and then I listened to it today. I'm like, well, it's not even close. You know what I mean? And it's funny. It's like, you you know, you can see me at a show and sing. It's like, oh, this guy's a great singer, but it's like the devil really is in the details. I mean, and that's, you know, what separates hundreds of millions of people wanting to listen to the song and then it's being like, oh, it's okay. You know? Yeah, it's everything. Like we just watched the Super Bowl this past weekend yeah. and there's a lot of players with a lot of talent. But the difference between being a great Division One player versus making it to the NFL versus playing in the NFL versus being a starter in the Our NFL versus being a superstar, exactly. So much of it is the small details. Like a Tom Brady, who obviously just retired again. again yeah. The big thing with him was knowing the details better than anybody else and practicing the, on those details and perfecting those details. So it doesn't matter if it's music, business, being a teacher, sports, whatever. The devil is in the details. It, it really is. And I think I think that's kind of... I think the part that um, deters people from getting into the, you know, getting knee deep in the dirt of details is the mis the disproportionateness of the effort that goes into it. It's like the hours, everything's a proportion at the end of the day. So it's like a hundred hours goes into 95%, but another hundred hours goes into the 5%. So it's like, do you really want to put a hundred hours into 5%? Most people don't. But then again, those that do the Tom Brady's of the world, the Kobe's LeBron's. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so I'll, I'll segue to the next thing. The big thing in, you know, my personal life, which obviously will reflect my, uh, my, my professional life deeply. And it's very inspired by you, Adam. This is the first time you're hearing it. We, I have not told anyone this, but um, I am leaving my house. I am ending my lease and I am going nomadic. Definitely. Wow. Adam Whoa. Rosen style. This is big. I am buying the cargo trailer tomorrow. I got the hitch put on my truck today. I sold my van. Um, I bought a storage unit. And uh, I already have places I'm staying for months at a time. But uh, I've kind of committed to just like I can make records on the go. And uh, I have a, a, you know, a staff of people I work with to make records. And we're, we, have, we, have five, we have five weeks to get everything done. And then from that, just new music. So it's a really exciting time personally. And uh and creatively as well. I mean, also a lot of pressure. Like I had, like I said, like like get, getting the right ver the right recording of the verse is hard. But um, yeah, it's an exciting time. The, we're not messing with the audience when we say I had no idea that yeah, was no, coming. Yeah. We we never talked about that one. So I'm finding out right now live. So the interesting thing I think it's going to be do for you because I've seen it for myself. Like I've been bopping around now since November of 21. Yeah. And for me, it's always inspiring to go to new places, experience new cultures, meet different types of people. Like for me, that's very inspiring and very inspiring from a creative standpoint. Totally. You being a musician, artist, uh, you know, you're, you're a writer. 
I feel like that's going to be such a huge benefit because look, for any of us, when we get stuck in the monotony of life, it's like you just go through the same stuff day in and day out. And it can be a, a it can be a deterrent from us being creative. So for you, you're going to be experiencing new shit constantly. So I've got to imagine we're all going to benefit uh, from a music standpoint because of that. Um, in theory, from my experience with traveling and staying home, um, back to proportions here, my amount of writing songs on the road versus writing songs at home is it, it's a seesaw that's totally off kilter. You know what I mean? Like when I'm traveling, there's just and this applies to any business. And I, I think it's so deeply rooted in songwriting is you there's a, it's very like a, like a Nashville mentality where someone says something. You're like, oh, that's the song or like that's the thing. And there's just something about being around like kinetic new energy all the I mean, you definitely deal with that on a regular basis, kinetic new energy and being on the responsive side of it all the time that you're like, that's it. That's the idea. That's the emotion. I mean, I love where I'm at and I love North Jersey, but even, even now, like I have to find ways to inspire my wealth. And I'm so grateful for the job I do have, but it does feel like work and it is work. You know what I mean? But you want to, you want to find ways to inject I want to say chaos. Chaos is probably the wrong word, but like chaos is what it is, you know? Exactly. No, it is that. And and it's like, you want your work to inspire you and you want to find ways to inspire the work that you're doing and to bring more out of your work. And that's where I think being on the road is going to be helpful for that because you're constantly going to have new experiences. You're going to have shit thrown at you that could easily throw you off, but because you're trained for that, you'll be able to take that and be better because of it. So tell me more, like, so where are you planning on going? What's like, what's the focus? I'm not saying anything. I'll say that much. I'm not saying anything, but, um, I'm going all over. Um, I mean, also, well, I want to, I want to focus more for what, you know, applies to the actual fans. Also, I don't want anyone stalking me. Um, but like, uh, like I am going on tour. You know what I mean? So I just announced yesterday, actually, Grizzly Adams debut world tour. Um, you know, we got a bunch more dates coming, but we're we're crushing, you know, Texas, the Colorado, the Midwest, good old middle America, which which always a good time. Um, I will not be doing either coasts. I, I love you guys, but I will not be doing either coasts on this tour. I will be doing all of Canada. Stay tuned for dates. And I will be doing UK and maybe some other Europe. Um no Australia or South Africa or anything like that or South America, but so I will be doing that. Um, I will be, yeah, I don't want to say where I'm at, but I, th- I think fans will eventually figure out where I'll be. Uh, it's funny. Like I, uh, like even I'll, I'll say this, cause I, I mean, I don't even know. Like I have so many other things I'm working on. Like I avoid Los Angeles, like the plague. Like I, I'll just say, cause I'd rather be real with you guys. Now, I have a lot of friends in Los Angeles and fans in Los Angeles and I hate it. I just fucking hate Los Angeles. It doesn't mean I hate you. I mean, I, when I play there, I'll be signing everything and super grateful to be there. But like, I'm like, you know what? Let's go to Los Angeles for like a month. You know what I mean? I'm starting to do a couple things in film, which I haven't really talked about. And I'm like, I want to immerse myself in that more. Like I want to, I want to be, I want to be in a situation I'm more uncomfortable with, to be totally honest, you know? So that's on to do. Um, and a lot of like desolate, like away from everybody type of situations, you know? I won't ask where you're going. Sure. But I will tell you, I'll be in Austin for two weeks in March. So if you're going to be anywhere in Texas, we got to find a way to link up there. But I, 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 I do want to know. I'll be in Texas and in, in, um, I'll be in Texas for a week in uh, 
April. 420 weekend, actually. If you're that's around. my birthday. Yeah, that's my oh, birthday, 420. Come to Texas. Let's do it. I'll, do, I'll throw you a birthday party. Let's do a dive bar thing. I'll just talk about making money. Just have a good time. As, as much as I would love to do that, I'm, I'm, once April hits, I'm going to, to Europe. So I'll be in Europe, for, in Europe. for a little while. Uh, the plan is a mixture of Italy, France, and I'll, I'll probably go to Montenegro for a bit and maybe find a few other spots to go to. Nice. But I want to spend the summer in, on the Italy on the Italian coast. You're doing it right. So that's the one thing with the studio and all that stuff. Like I got to stay, I my truck has to be able to get there. I can't be shipping a car, like, you know, a car. No, can't afford Just get a boat, get, get the Scrizz boat. Just get the yacht. <laughs> once, well, once the rise takes off, we will both buy power yachts. And I like it. Yachts. I like it. We'll park them in, uh, in Monaco. But yeah, I mean, we can, we can talk about this forever, but at the end of the day, if I were to break down what is going on in my life, there are other things too, which maybe we'll talk about another thing, um, is a lot of music, like a really like, and it's, it kind of goes back to the sports analogy. I was just on the phone with my mom yesterday and like, like I originally was like, I have, in short, I have like four different deal situations that enter the free market this year. So it could be a really big payoff if I if I choose to capitalize on it. You know what I mean? And a part of me was like, okay, let's let's live cheaply nomadically and then capitalize on this thing. And then, you know, I wanted to buy like a bunch of land and like build off that land. And then I kind of had a revelation yesterday. And again, I change my mind all the time. So take everything I say with a grain of salt. But it's like a part of me is like, and this is true and it goes with sports as well. It's like, I really only have at absolute best 12 years left in me as a songwriter who can deliver great music commercially as an artist at my best 12, 12 years, which I know seems like a long time, but it's not a lot. So I'm like, I need to, I need to get 30 songs out a year to my fans. And, and that should be my number one priority. And it kind of hit me and it was like, you know, I'm not going to be 70 years, no, 90 years old on my deathbed being like, I'm not going to be 90 years old on my deathbed saying like, man, I really wish at 31, I bought that big house with the farm. Like, I'm not going to regret that. There's so much life left to live and time to buy the big farm. You know what I mean? But I'm like, but I will regret like, man, you really should have bet on that third album a little harder and invested in yourself a little more. You know what I mean? Um, There are other friends I've talked to and other things. And it's like, I know people like the, the, the Amazon model, Jeff Bezos, that man, scaled up breaking even every single year until he was making a billion dollars a day. And that was kind of what came to me. It's like, like you're doing great, but like, why not just keep scaling? Like, um, I mean, I have just a lot of examples of that scale until you're, I mean, you can scale to the point where you have enough cash to buy the farm, buy the farm in, in cash in a week. You know what I mean? So it's like, for me, this is where I'm at. And I think nomadic applies to that business mindset, if that makes sense. But I think some people, when they hear a nomadic, they think you're living out of a van, hanging out all day, just trying to find yourself doing nothing. That is not exactly there. And there's a lot, there's different ways to be a nomad. The way that I'm a nomad, the way that you're going to be a nomad is it's to help our work, to help uh, be more productive in our work and to get more out of our work and to inspire our work. And like, for me, a big thing that I talk about and, and seems like you're on the same path is now is the time to be and stay aggressive. 
Yes. You know, for, exactly. for me and my business, it's like, hey, things are working. Let's get more aggressive, be more aggressive, be more aggressive for you. Same thing. You know, you have 12 years, you say, yet left of, of doing what you're doing. So let's get aggressive. Let's put out more music. Let's be more aggressive with advertising and marketing our music. Let's be more aggressive with trying to get to our listeners. Let's be more aggressive with everything that we're doing. Not, hey, let's pull back, but let's do more. I'm so glad you said that. That is like exactly it. Being nomadic is optimizing inspiration minimizing like actual things that make you lazy or distracted or anchored down. Um, And then it's like financially a leaner, simpler operation. Like um, I know I've been chatting a lot with my parents and it's like, it's like the details of the cargo trailer and what fits in the cargo trailer and how I'm able to absolutely minimize my life for simplification and the ability to do whatever I want to do and get the job done is like, is, is essential. Like how I execute these next two months are so pivotal to my next rest of my life, maybe, you know? So yeah, there's no laziness to it. It's working smart. You know, that's kind yeah. of the name. It's kind of, it's a, it's Valentine's day. So using a, an example of trying to, you know, pick up a woman, if you, if you meet a woman out, you know, you're at the, you're at a, co- a coffee shop, you're sitting down and you see a cute girl, you want to go say hello to her. Like the second you walk up and you say hello, like you're in, You've already dove into the deep end. It's like, let's make the boat most out of this. Let's let's try to bring our, our, our swagger, our confidence, ourselves, and let's try to make the most of it. We're already in. We've already embarrassed ourselves. Like, there's no going back at this point. And it's w- what you're saying. Like, you've already gone in. It's like, at this point, you're either going to sink or you're going to swim. And right now, you're going to be forced to be more efficient. You're going to be forced to be more creative. You're going to be forced to deal with uncertainty more. You're going to be forced to do quality work without your comfortable surrounding that you've had for the past X amount of years. So it's kind of like that sink or swim thing where you either go all in and it works or you go all in and it doesn't work. But either way, you don't have a choice. There's no going back. You already burned the boats. For sure. Yeah, I know. That's it. I mean, that that triggers so many other thoughts in my mind. But I, I think the ultimate thing it comes down to is like, when you put yourself in these chaotic situations, like the ceiling for growth is limitless. And that's kind of the thing is like, if you really are betting on yourself, it's like, well then jump in the water, you know, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Well, you probably, you know, it sounds like we were were similar in this. When I had my first tech startup, the first five years, really the minus the first year, but it was, I thought you had to be in the office. It was for me, it was seven days a week. It was just constant, early mornings, late nights in the office, Monday through Sunday. And I thought that was the way you had to be to be successful. And then as I've started to live this other life, I realized, hey, there's different ways to get the best out of yourself, to be successful, be happy, to grow, all that. And I feel like for you, it's pretty similar where, you know, for the past X amount of years, you've had your comfortable environment, you've had your studio you go to, you would do your tours, of course, but for the most part, you had your stability in the home base. And now you're kind of stepping out of that and saying, all right, I don't know what's, you have no idea what the hell is going to come out of this nomadic lifestyle. Who the hell knows what it's going to lead to? It might turn into a TV show, you know, screws on the road. Like who, who the hell knows, but you're taking that first step. And once you take that first step, the dots tend to connect themselves. Totally. And I think just for the specifics of any, any fans that might care, I think I think the big thing is it took it took you know a dozen plus years of learning how to make records with the resources of people I have in, in you know in person like the Kens and the Brents and all these people and the confidence of having it all anchored in person. Now it's like now it's like I'll be at an Airbnb in Kentucky. You know what I mean? Like that's there are a million variables. I go to why no, that's no. different. Yeah, but what you're saying is huge because what you're saying is you built the muscle to do this. 
You didn't step into the gym for the first time, you know, putting up 225, 20 reps. You had to first build the muscle. That's like, for me, I couldn't have been doing what I'm doing today when I was 22 coming out of college, starting my first business. I needed to build the muscle of discipline of, you know, the, the highs and the lows of building a business, everything that goes into that to prepare me to do what I do today. And the same exact thing for you. You needed to build that muscle over the past you know decade, decade and a half to be ready to execute on this new lifestyle that you're about to be living. That applies on so many levels, even to like the business infrastructure that allowed me to be nomadic. Like there's the discipline of the creative part, the work part, the actual financial operate everything like everything brought me to this moment and i realized like it's time to leave <laughs> you know what I mean? and that was yeah, it so kind of kind of the the two big things for you right now that different from a, a music scriz daniel standpoint is yeah you're gonna put out 20 plus songs this year sounds like you might you know get 30 or more i would so love that yeah. so one putting out a ton of music uh so that's number one number two you're ditching the house you're gonna be on the road anytime time frame what are you thinking like three months year yeah, indefinitely? I'm, out. I'm out march 28th i already got a, i got a studio date already set up in uh indiana and then uh then i'm gone no, i'm just gone yeah no i'm gone i'm gone i mean i've got my first destination already set up um mm-hmm. but uh that's but, but then like you know then 15 days later i'm gonna be in texas like on tour for six weeks then, so you're just going to be living out of your van for two weeks or just Airbnb? No, all of my stuff is kind of set up at, 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 at a certain residence. So that, that sounds good. So one, putting out a bunch of music. Two, you'll be bopping all around all around the country, putting out music, touring. Anything else before we uh, before we call it a day? Um, there are other things we'll talk about in other episodes, but... Uh, I think it's just a big, big time for betting on myself. And and that's kind of the message I want to preach to everyone. Just really bet on yourself, optimize on yourself, be proud of how you got here and realize how much farther you can take it. You know what I mean? It's like um, the feeling of being full and hungry at the same time. And that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. So cool. That was that. And uh, Adam, happy Valentine's Day. It's, uh, it's been good. And this is The Rise with Chris and Adam. All right. I'll see you. Enjoy your Valentine's Day. You too, boss.